We are back with a special, 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 special episode of the 132 Breeze podcast. Marlo, it is the eve of the World Cup. What an exciting time. There are 32 countries around the world, including people around the world, including uh, millions all across America, dreaming of their country hosting the World Cup show. Wait, USA's not in it? Nope. Marlo. No. What are we going to do? I don't know. Who are we going to root for? (laughs) Who am I going to root for? Yeah, we talked uh, a while back. We had a special interview with uh, the Pitch Side podcast, uh, and we talked a little bit about how to pick a team to root for. I think there are some obvious things that we talked about there. Um, You know, uh, if you have some heritage of some sort or if you've been to a country, that sort of thing that we we have – I don't know that any of those really worked for you, or I guess after that podcast, where do you stand here on the eve of the World Cup uh, and picking a team to root for? So on the eve of the World Cup, you know what? Honestly, I thought it would come to me as I filled out my bracket for our 132 Breeze World Cup challenge, bracket challenge, and it hasn't, so I have not, so I am still in search, uh, I am still in search of a rooting interest. All right, excellent. Well, lucky for you, Marlo, and luckily for our fellow fans, uh, what I'm going to do in the next however long is uh, walk you through, uh, and you and our fellow fans, some of the favorite teams, why you would want to, who the key players are, why you want to root for them, why you might not want to root for that team. Uh, And if you want to pick one of those, you'll have a lot of, uh, hopefully, a lot of good information there. Um, and then some other reasons to root for, I guess, some other teams in the field if you if you want to pick that. So hopefully, Marlo, by the end of this podcast, uh, we can have a team or two for you to be excited to follow um, throughout the World Cup. Ole, 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 ole. Ole. Is that right? Is that what you do? That's right. That's, All right. That is a key part of it. A key part of it. All right. So are you ready to go ahead and get started with the favorites, Marlo? Yeah, let's go. Let's get after it. All right. So there are, uh, I guess by my calculation, by the bookmaker's calculation that um, I looked at, uh, there are four favorites to the World Cup, arbitrarily cutting it off after uh, Spain, who clocked in at six to one odds uh, to win the World Cup. So with the two uh, favorites, Brazil and Germany, clocking in at, what were they? Seven to two was their odds. Uh, so I'm going to start with Brazil. I think, in my opinion, they're they're the favorite to win. And uh, players to watch on Brazil, honestly, there's too many to mention. To mention. Their squad is loaded with players from all of the uh, world's biggest clubs, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, PSG, all, all of these uh, kind of top-tier clubs around the world uh, are all over the pitch on, on Brazil. Uh, the obvious player to watch is Neymar. He is coming back from an injury. Uh, looks like he should be good to go. Um, but And if he is, he should be the most dynamic player on the team, uh, if not in the tournament. Uh, so uh, he's obviously a player to keep your watch on. Another player that I really like on Brazil is their left back, Marcelo. He plays for uh, Real Madrid, and he's a really exciting left back because he really likes to get forward and join the attack. He's probably the best left back in the world as far as getting forward. So as you're watching Brazil, uh, I would you know take some time to look and see 
when he's coming forward and when he's attacking and he can really cut in onto his right foot and and put a shot on goal from almost anywhere on the on the field so uh that's the players I'd look to watch for on Brazil uh why you would want to cheer for Brazil I mean if you're a fan of one word names they got a whole host of them Neymar Casemiro Paulinho William Fernandinho Fred Moran Fred <laughs> Marcelo and Danilo <laughs> All one-word names starting all over the field uh, for Brazil. Uh, but honestly, they're loaded with talent, and traditionally Brazil plays a really exciting style of football. Uh, so I don't think you can go wrong as a neutral uh, rooting for Brazil. Uh, why you wouldn't want to cheer for Brazil, on the other hand, um, you have some arbitrary grudge against Brazil as a country, or if you hate fun. I don't know. Other than that, I can't think of a real reason why you wouldn't want to root for Brazil. So Don't they just, don't they just always win? Aren't they the, they, are the villains yeah, that always win? Well, they're they're historically the most successful team. So to there you go. There's your there, to your point. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> it's but it's uh, the way in which they win is a very fun way. It's uh, usually a more high scoring way, a more attacking way. So uh, while they have the most victories, kind of of all time, uh, I still think it's not as bandwagon jumpy as. The uh, another team, which we'll talk about in a moment, might well, be. They're the Yankees. They're yeah, more or less. They usually have the most talent there. <laughs> so, okay, all right, all right. So that is uh, Brazil. So next, I'll move on to Germany. Uh, as we record, uh, I saw them at seven to two as well. Uh, they're the defending champions. I'll talk about that more in a minute. Uh, the players to watch on their team. Another player coming off of an injury, uh, Manuel Neuer is uh, coming off of a pretty lengthy injury recovery. He's their goalkeeper. Uh, when he's healthy, he's one of, if not the best goalkeeper in the world. Um, and it's going to be really important to their team, I think, to the success of the team, if he can get back to his uh, sweeper-keeper sweeper ways. Um, they have a very good backup but uh, I th- in uh, Ter Stegen, but I think Neuer's another level of a keeper. So that's something to watch. Uh, the player that if you're watching Germany, I would like uh, you to focus on is Tony Cruz. He's a deep line midfielder. So he does a lot of the ball distri- uh, ball distribution and ball winning that uh, if you're not used to watching soccer, you might not pick up on right away. Uh, but the way he plays really allows his team to control the flow of the game. So I think if you keep an eye on him during the game, you can pick up on a real, uh, more nuanced way to watch to watch soccer. So that's why I would watch for Germany. Uh, why you would want to cheer for Germany? They're probably the most balanced team in the field. They have a very strong uh, back line. They have very strong midfielders. They have very strong attackers. There's not really a real weakness in the team. Um, they've been the highest scoring team in the last three World Cups. So they uh, seem to really put on have at least... Uh, recently put on a show for the neutral fan. Uh, why you wouldn't want to cheer for Germany? Uh, they're the defend- defending champions, so that might, you know, as we talked about, kind of bandwagon jumping. In. I mean, these are all successful countries, but uh, we talked about that with Brazil. I think it'd be even more so with Germany since they won just last World Cup. And also, if a couple thousand Germans chanting still makes you feel a little uneasy. <laughs> God, <laughs> you might, <laughs> might want to stay away from Germany. That's Germany. That's Germany. Uh, they're a great team. All right, on to France. <laughs> Moving along. <laughs> Moving along. All right. For France, uh, the players to watch on France, um, 
one of the players that I'm personally really looking forward to watch uh, this World Cup is Paul Pogba. Uh, hopefully, he'll finally get to see him unconstrained by uh, Mourinho's system. He's the uh, manager of the club team that he plays on, Manchester U, uh, Manchester United. I feel like he's a much better player than what he's shown there, and I think when he's back on the French squad, he'll be a much more attacking player. And he's a really creative player who can make crossfield passes on a dime, pick out runs of his teammates really well. Uh, so I'm looking forward to him creating a lot of chances uh, in the World Cup. And the person on the end of that who's going to be finishing those, uh, I think, is Antoine Griezmann. Uh, he's the best goal scorer on the team. And uh, he's my pick for a golden boot winner, so to have the most goals in the tournament. And he does a real cutesy dance when he scores, which I think that you'd like, Marlo. So is it better it than the Fortnite dance? It's probably on par with a Fortnite dance. Okay. Like, All I right. wouldn't be surprised if it's in Fortnite at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so why uh, you, our fellow fans, should root for France. Uh, if you're a fan of French-sounding names, they have Hugo Lloris and Antoine Griezmann. That was my French accent. Good attempt at it. That's what taking five years of French class will do. You don't remember any of the words, but you can still attempt a really terrible French accent. And you sound like <laughs> you're one of the characters from Beauty and the Beast. Perfect. That's what <laughs> I was going for. Or... Alternatively, you're a fan of some cool-sounding names. Like Paul Pogba, which I mentioned, uh, Blaise Matuidi, N'Golo Kante, <laughs> Kylian Mbappe. Some great names on the French team. Uh, but in seriousness, though, they have a lot of great attacking players. A lot of them I just mentioned there. And they should score a lot of goals. So they would be a, a, another entertaining team to pick. Uh, why you shouldn't cheer for France of these top uh, four uh, teams that I, I'm talking about here, the favorites, I think they're the most likely to go out early uh, in 2010. So if we go back to World Cups, they had a kind of a meltdown and did even make it out of the group, group stage in 2014. They made it to the quarterfinals. Uh, a team of their talent should be making it farther than this, uh, and they haven't been. So maybe there's something there uh, in whether it's the manager, the locker room, the, the players not having the cohesiveness that you see some of the other really great teams have. So that would be my worry. Um, for them is that you pick a team that would would is susceptible to bow early, or it's possible, I guess. Um, so that's France, and now moving on to Spain, uh, players to watch for Spain. Uh, I would go with uh, David De Gea. He's uh, probably the world's best goalkeeper from Manchester United. He's a great uh, shot stopping keeper, uh, and he's just. Some of the things he the saves he makes are are awe inspiring. So I would keep an eye out for him. Uh, other than that, I would keep an eye on Sergio Ramos. Uh, I, maybe I'm still not over the <laughs> Champions League final, but he's a master of, the, let's say, the dark arts uh, and kind of, I don't know, dislocated Mohamed Salah's shoulder and almost knocked out the goalkeeper for Liverpool. So I'm still upset about it. So keep an eye on him. Make sure he's not up to any funny business. Um, but... And honestly, their their defense, something that Sergio Ramos, among the other defenders on their team, does is they're really good at controlling the ball um, at their feet, which is not always a strong suit of a defender. Um, so look for the ways in which their defense gets involved with the ball control that Spain does and the ball movement that they do. That's the kind of tactic or what have you that I would keep an eye on for, for Spain. Uh, so why you should root for Spain, uh, if you really appreciate kind of the subtleties of soccer, the ball movement, uh, the team kind of moving as uh, a real fluid team, uh, moving with the ball, moving without the ball, uh, 
creating a lot of really close passes, that sort of thing. Uh, why you would want to cheer for Spain if you aren't a fan of that possession soccer or you kind of think soccer in general is kind of boring, you might not want to cheer for Spain because <laughs> they are not a really uh, straightforward attacking team. They really like to control the ball. They really like to build up possession and build up their attacks. Um, they're very talented, and because of their talent, they're able to do that and then create one chance and score. But from a neutral standpoint, it might not be the most exciting way to play. They're Wisconsin basketball. <laughs> With a lot more talent. <laughs> <laughs> They're San yes. Antonio. San Antonio. Yes. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. They work. They work the shot clock in in, gotcha. soccer, in All right. basketball. Speak. That's for sure. Um, so those are the favorites. Uh, those are the, the four. What to watch for when you're watching these teams, and why you might not or might want to cheer for them. Do any of those particulars stand out to you, Marlo? Or anything you? Anything you got out of that whole segment? <laughs> <laughs> a lot to take in, Casey. Um, as as a neutral member, or, or so I say free agent, so to speak. There you go. As, yeah, as a free agent uh, of what team I'm going to root for. Everyone sounds really good. So I guess I don't want to watch, don't want to watch Spain. I want to be excited. You know, yeah. as of right now, you have me thinking that I need to go to Brazil, even though I don't want to because... <laughs> That's like, I feel like if you say, oh, World Cup, oh, Brazil, I feel like that's a go-to. Yeah, sure. So Brazil it is. Yeah, it, okay, so Brazil it is. <laughs> you, I, don't, I don't think that was a... I, they're definitely kind of the, the go-to uh, assumption of being the best team. That's, that's for certain. But um, I feel like in this World Cup, this go-around, they're flying a little bit under the radar as far as what kind of the... The media is talking about what other pundits are picking. Uh, they're, you know, talking up France a lot more as an exciting, more attacking team, and they're talking up Germany as yeah. ability to repeat. And these are all possible, but I think Brazil's kind of being overlooked a little bit. Okay, I think I got it. It's France with all the sweet names. Okay, sweet names. Got sweet you names. With France. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Might have put that in there because I thought that would get you. But all right, sweet <laughs> <laughs> tweet. What's his name? Tweeter. Uh, Blaze Matweedy. Blaze McTweedy. That's Blaise my guy. Blaze McTweedy. Tell he me is, his Twitter uh, handle is like I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Didn't do that much research. All right. So that's that's the favorites. Uh I guess when I when I look to pick root for teams outside of the United States, I like to pick a favorite that I'm gonna kind of put my support behind, uh, as well as kind of a more of an outside team. So now I'm gonna go through a couple different groupings of uh, of teams to see if there's anything that uh, Marlo, you or our fellow fans like to hold on to and, and pick a team uh, for other reasons than you know they might win or they have you know good good uh, uh, reasons to root for, I guess. Uh, so the first one I'm gonna I, I have this group called the LeBron teams. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so these are teams that everyone's uh, hand is you, broken, but they're yeah. not telling anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> now, uh, teams where you get to cheer for a star, uh, one of the best players in the world, and if they win. You will probably give that star all the credit because that means that they came through and they performed. And if they lose, you have all of their teammates to blame, not them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, seriously, though, uh, these teams, as I mentioned, they do have stars that appear to be a class above the rest of their teams. No disrespect to 
you know, the rest of the members on their teams are obviously world-class players. They're at the World Cup, but these are kind of top-level talent that are on teams where the rest of their team isn't as good. So starting off this group with uh, Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo has been one of the two best players going all the way back to 2008. Either him or Messi has won uh, player of the year since then. I think that's even longer than LeBron's final streak. So there you go, throwing in LeBron again. Um, so he, but the rest of Portugal's not really up to that Cristiano Ronaldo standard. Um, so that's one to go there. Next is Uruguay with Luis Suarez. He is one of the best uh, forwards in the world. Plays at Barcelona. Uh, he's in particularly you might want to pick Luis Suarez or Uruguay if you like rooting for a heel, like rooting for the bad guy. Uh, outside of Barcelona and Uruguay, he's probably the most disliked player. Uh, four years ago, I think it was, I forget what it was, last two World Cups, he's been uh, suspended for intentionally using his hand to block a shot and biting another player. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> if you really want to be, be a heel and root for that, you have Luis Suarez. Uh, Another one is Poland. Poland's back at the World Cup. Uh, Robert Lewandowski is their forward as well. Uh, he plays for Bayern Munich. He's, one, again, one of the best in the world. The rest of Poland's not really uh, up to that standard. And lastly, Egypt with uh, my boy, Mohamed Salah. Uh, hopefully his shoulder will heal in time and he'll be back and ready to be able to play. Although I saw that uh, in the news that some fan uh, grabbed Mohamed Salah's shoulder. <laughs> His recovering shoulder while trying to take a selfie with him. So <laughs> great job by that idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he grabbed? He reheard it by grabbing his shoulder. Either so that the, the person fan, is like, super pulled, strong or his shoulder is super fragile. His shoulder, I think, is super fragile. <laughs> so hopefully he's back in time. I know I'll be rooting for Mohamed Salah to play really well and for Egypt to advance. It's going to be a tough hill for him. But uh, I guess out of that group, that's why I'm, I'm picking out of the LeBrons. Okay. Uh, Next group, if you watch a lot of the EPL, Marlo, I know that's not quite you yet. I'm working on it. Uh, but Next if you watch season. A lot... <laughs> that's what you said last season. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you watch a lot of the EPL, the entire England squad is from the EPL. There's going to be players that you recognize. Uh, lean off with Harry Kane, Deli Alley from uh, Tottenham, uh, Lingard. They have defenders Jones and Stones, which sounds like fun. A fun pairing, Jones and Stones. Uh, all right. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, after that, uh, Belgium has 13 players uh, led by Eden Hazard, Kevin De Bruyne, and uh, Romeo Lukaku. Uh, so a lot of players, uh, you know, and then 10 other players that I didn't jot down here, but uh, a lot of people you might recognize if you watch the EPL. So you could pick one of those teams to follow some of those players that you might be familiar with. Next group I have is kind of more uh, is maybe a more emotional group. And this is, I've kind of called this the closing windows. So these are some countries who have players, um, or rather there's some countries who have players all of the time. Brazil's usually almost always good. Germany's almost always good, but other countries have uh, what in soccer tends to be termed golden generations where uh, a group of players comes along and raises their country to a level or two. You know, maybe they're getting in the semis. Now they're getting in the finals They're winning. And maybe they normally don't get out of the group stages. Now they're getting to the corners. That's, the quarters, that sort of thing. Um, so if you have a soft spot uh, for one of these teams who might be giving it their last, you know, truly great run to go up that next step and uh, leading that off is Argentina. Now, Argentina's historically won World Cups. They've had good teams, uh, but this is 
maybe the last chance for uh, Leonardo Messi to win a World Cup. He got to the finals last year. He's 31 years old, or he will be when uh, he'll turn 31 during the tournament. So he's going to be 34, 35 the next time the World Cup rolls around. His skills are probably going to be diminished. Um, so is he going to be able to be that player to lead them uh, next year or the next time around? Probably not. They're also relying on a couple other aging players, uh, Iguain, Javier Mascherano, uh, other players... Uh, uh, Di Maria around their 30s or into their 30s. Uh, now they might have players coming up, um, you know, who can replace them. But this has been a really good core group of talented players, and this might be their last chance to get a run. Uh, similarly, Croatia uh, has a similar uh, situation where their best players are on the other side of 30 with Luka Modric, uh, Mario Mandzukic, and Ivan Rakitic. So these are world class players on some of the best teams from Croatia this might be their last chance to make it a go. So it might be worth rooting for those teams to see if they can kind of make that one last push to to win the World Cup. All right, the next group of teams to pick from, I guess, is, is Cinderella's. And these are teams that have a good, a good storyline um, and that maybe have a chance to to make a run. Uh, the first is Iceland, and I think this is kind of the the biggest uh, Cinderella story surrounding the World Cup. It's the smallest country to qualify. They only have 340,000 people in their country, which is the size of Greater Peoria. <laughs> Your Greater Peoria is pretty sweet. And it's in the World Cup. <laughs> 25 million people not in the World Cup, mm-hmm. and they qualified in the European region, which is probably the hardest to qualify in United States is in CONCACAF, which is the easiest to qualify. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Don't need not bitter. Not bitter. Not gotta let it go. Gotta let it go. All right. So Iceland though, is it's a great story. The way they've developed their, uh, I guess, soccer infrastructure, their indoor stadiums, they call them, uh, indoor halls. Uh, the, uh, amount of kind of community that they've used to build up uh, this team. They have great names on the team. The Icelandic names are really cool. I didn't jot them down because they're kind of harder to say. They all end uh, in daughter. I, I already did. I already did the name thing too with, uh, yeah. with France. So I couldn't but, do two, that twice. But don't they all end in daughter? Or No, it's like... Uh, no, that's girls. What is it? What are the guys? It's all the sons and like Sigurdsson. And- yeah, Sigurdsson. Yeah, it's son. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And yeah. then uh, I they love have great, Iceland names, man. They have a they have a great chant too. Uh, they do. So tune, you can tune in to to watch that. Um, oh yeah, another, I might switch it. I do like Iceland. Yeah, yeah. You can have more than one though. You can have okay. more than one. It's fine. Iceland's right. on the list. Iceland's on the list. Uh, Costa Rica is another uh, smaller uh, nation out of Concacaf. Uh, they made a run last World Cup. I believe they got to the. I want to say quarters, but I didn't look it up, so that was a great job by me. Uh, but they had a run last year, got out of the group stage, which is unexpected for a nation like Costa Rica. They have uh, Navas and goal. He's uh, the goalie for Real Madrid. He's another one who's really great at reactive saves, which is a lot really fun to see, a goalie who's really good in that. Um, and if you don't give up a lot of goals, it's hard to lose. Uh, so they're one that I think could make another run. And then uh, lastly, I heard this fact. Yeah. <laughs> you don't give them a lot of goals. It's hard yeah, to lose. It's hard to lose. Yep. Defense uh, wins championships. There you go. Uh, then, then lastly, uh, uh, Peru. It's uh, 
it's a young team, and for a South American team, it's a team that doesn't have a lot of stars. You know, if we talk about Brazil, obviously Argentina has Messi, Uruguay has Luis Suarez, among others. Uh, Peru doesn't have that star yet, so maybe we'll see uh, the emergence of one this year. Um, and they're in a pretty open group, but they're in a group with France. Uh, besides France, it's Denmark and Australia, so I think they have a chance to to get out of that group and and do some things as a, as a relatively unknown. A team of relatively unknowns, that is. Uh, so if, I, if you haven't picked anybody, you haven't found anybody, we have some USA neighbors. Um, you can Mexico, obviously, is in the World Cup. You can root uh, for them. But if we're rivals, I think the USA and Mexico are soccer rivals. I can't cheer for my rivals. It's like cheering for Ohio State. That's right. Or something that just feels wrong for it's me. Dirty. Uh, if if you can, uh, that that's fine with me uh, to to root for them. They should be a pretty fun team to watch this World Cup. They yeah. should get out of their group. So yeah. Um, so if you like you killing puppies, you can root for Mexico. <laughs> okay, <laughs> harsher than my Germany joke. My goodness. <laughs> uh, and that uh, another uh, neighbor that I haven't mentioned yet is Panama. Uh, and this might be another sympathetic, um, another sympathetic reason to cheer for Panama. If you go back four years, USA knocked Panama out, scoring a last or a stoppage time goal in a game we didn't need to win. If we wouldn't have won that game, or if we wouldn't have scored that goal, Panama would have been in the World Cup and Mexico wouldn't have been four years ago. This time around, Panama's in, we're not. Maybe we owe it to them to to root for them while they're in there. That said, it's going to be very hard for them to advance, but uh, maybe we we owe it to them. Lastly, if none of these reasons have uh, thus far have gotten you and you want to root for some jerseys, Nigeria, Japan, and Colombia have some, in my opinion, have some pretty sweet jerseys uh, that are worth rooting for. And if that doesn't get you, then you can root for a couple of the other teams that aren't there. So, Marlo, I hope that this helped put into context some of the teams you could root for, should root for, will help you pick and... Uh, know who not only who to root for but kind of some of the players and some of the the tactics and the skills to watch for so i hope it was helpful to you hope it was helpful to our fellow fans who graciously listened to however long this semi-rant was (laughs) (laughs) oh that was great stuff casey i am much more well informed i guarantee i'll be the smartest man in the office tomorrow uh and our listeners will be too because you are the professional yeah uh, so I think officially I'm going tier one France, tier two Iceland. Okay, I think that's uh, where I'm at too. Um, so not to not to agree with you or anything, but I I uh, spoiler picked France to win uh, the bracket. Pretty much picked that. With I should, my don't, heart. don't tell they still got a pick. Oh, they still got a pick. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I also said they're the most likely to lose early out of the favorites. So <laughs> they listen to that part. Um, and then out of the bottom groups, I always kind of like like to root for England because I just I just have in the past. That's kind of the first team that I rooted for when I started following soccer. Um, Belgium, I'd like to see do well, and I'm gonna root for my man Messi to do to do th- good things um, out of the, out of that lower group. So that's where I'm where I'm leaning. Uh, I still gotta kind of hammer it down, and uh, yeah, but uh, hope that this. Like I said, help it, go on to uh, the FIFA website. Uh, it is bracketchallenge.fifa.com and then enter our 
league information. You got to fill out your bracket first, and then you can click join a league. And our league code for the Breeze 132 World Cup bracket challenge is EE9C9E35. And you can also find that on our Twitters at Prof Badgerfan and Marlo at your Twitters. Marlo JR. It's also at 132 Breeze. And it will be in the show notes. That's right. I look forward to following along on the World Cup with all of you, our fellow fans. It's going to be uh, entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, I, I'm really excited. And we're excited to have a platform to talk about it. I hope that our fans are too. All right. Signing off. Oh, when's the first game? Thursday, 614, Russia, Saudi Arabia, 10 a.m. Central Time. Uh, that is the only game, uh, Russia being the host country, will get the, the first game there. And then... Um, on Friday, it starts in full earnest with uh, three games a day from then on. Sometimes four. <laughs> All right. Saturday. All right. Well, we'll be back with the with the full episode on Monday, recapping some of the weekend in the World Cup and everything else that's going on. Again, Casey, thank you for taking us through and getting us to pick a team in the World Cup. And good luck in your bracket. We got the power. Flag. Oh yeah, we've been waiting for this all oh, year. We all at? We right here. Jump.